Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and this is part three of the interview with Rabbi Mendel Samuels on the topic of dispelling myths within Kaban. I just want to begin with thanking our sponsors. I would like to thank Sfasman Jewelers and the Smetana Group. Thank you for making the Shluchim podcast available to all Shluchim. Let me ask another question. With everything going on in, in Eretz Yisrael right now, people uh, um, are asking, you know, what is Chabad's take on, on the land of Israel, and do we support Israel, and also in regards to, 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 the, to the army, um, does Chabad serve in the, in the military? How do you respond to that? It's a long story, but the shorthand of it is, uh, of course we support Israel. The reason why, this is very important, why do we support Israel? Uh, I once had a group of teenagers who came here uh, for a robotics convention. They were here, stayed here Shabbos, and uh, one of them got up and, and it said he was offended. Everyone kept on calling him Jewish. He wanted to make it clear that he was an Israeli first and foremost, and that that was the most important thing. And uh, Balabas, who wasn't religious at all, got up and, my opinion, put him in his place and said, you really, so why is it that I support the land of Israel? Why would I send you a cent? You're a Middle Eastern guy. I live in America, and you and I have nothing in common if not the fact that we're both Jewish. The reason why Israel is important to us is because God gave it to us. The Rebbe said it very clearly. God gave the land of Israel to the Jewish people, period. The Torah tells this. It's the first Rashi in, in Breshis. God gave the land of Israel to the Jewish people. That's why it's our land, period, end of story. The very fact that the world is constantly obsessed by who or what happens in Israel tells me that this is purely godly, that there's nothing natural going on here. There's nowhere else in the world that people have to consistently excuse and make excuses for why they protect themselves. The only place in the world that happens is Israel. Very interesting. The only place in the world. Other people do the most heinous and unimaginable things. No one cares. But in Israel, the whole world is watching, and everyone wants to know what's going on. And the answer is very simple, because the world was created for a Yidin. The world was created in a particular way. We have a responsibility to the world to behave in a manner that is we have to be a light to the rest of the nations. And the way we behave and what we do, the rest of the world wants to see how we behave. As far as protecting ourselves, it's Allah and the Shulchan Aruch. Someone comes and says, I want to kill you. It's a mitzvah to go out and on Shabbos, you go out and you do what you have to do. There's no question. If someone threatens you, there shouldn't be any other discussion. And the very fact that there's such discussion about this, to me personally, tells me that the reason why there's such discussion is because Jewish people are different. Because we are protected by it's all about following Hashem's Torah and mitzvahs. And regardless of what we do, the world looks and the world watches. As much as it doesn't make... To me, there's no logical reason anyone should question why Israel protects itself. I don't understand the question. Someone's shooting a missile, you shoot back. What is the question? Well, do you think we're being too hard? What does that mean? How come you didn't ask that question to any other person? How come just to Israel? And the answer to me is very simple, because Israel is different. Jewish people are different, and we are judged differently. Throughout history, we've been judged differently, like no other people in the world. We don't bother anybody. We don't do anything to anybody. We don't care about it. And yet again and again, the world takes notice of our actions more than anyone else's actions in the world. 
And that's so does Chabad go to the does Chabad serve in the military? In as far as the military, the, the answer idea? to that is yes. There are two parts to that. The answer is yes. Many many Jewish people, um, many many Jewish people, uh, many Chabad people serve in the army. And not only that, but we're very fond of the soldiers, and we're constantly there helping them. The question is when, and that's the controversy in Israel. When should one go to the army? Israel would like you to go at the age of eighteen. Our argument is that that's the formative years of a student. A Chabad student, a frum boy who sits and studies, the formative years of Yeshiva is at 18. To take that away and then never to get it back again is very complicated. So what we do is we say, let us finish our Yeshiva work. And many Chabad people after that, after they're married, go into the army. And they spend the three years that they have to spend there. Today, the army is close to 60% Dati, religious. So the notion, idea that religious people don't go into the army is a misnomer. It isn't true. And finally, and I think this is the most important point, as important as important as it is for an Israeli soldier to have a physical gun and a physical uniform and to go out and to do what he needs to do, it is equally important to have a young man sitting in a yeshiva studying Torah. Because again, it's different. We are different. And the formula, which goes back three and a half thousand years, and it continues to go on, that gives us success has nothing to do with our might and nothing to do with our weaponry and everything to do with God protecting us. Yes, of course. Thank God we have these great weapons. And yes, we do the best we can because that's what Torah demands from us. But for a second, if we think that our success is it's our weaponry and our wisdom that wins wars, uh, there's nothing less truth. And you only have to look at the Six-Day War, the Yom Kippur War, uh, that were uh, beyond, uh, for anyone to say they weren't miraculous, is in my opinion denial. I mean, how a small little nation beat eight ten nations trying to destroy it again and again. We see that going all the way back from in the stories in the Torah where we beat nations that were ten times more mightier and then more weaponry. And again, we won because God said we should win. So here's the same thing too. We fight in the army and it's important and each person does what they need to do. And it's equally important it's to sit and study Torah and to keep God's commandments. And you know what? You don't have to go as far. Even the Goyim know this. The great Mark Twain, who's a, a, a Connecticut uh, person, or Samuel Clemens as he's known, the great Mark Twain wrote The Secret of the Jews. He writes, the Jewish people were in Egypt and the superpowers tried to destroy them and then they went from Egypt to Rome to and he goes, Babylonia, he goes through each time, he says, and they're still here. What is their secret? What allows the Jewish people, after all these years of persecution, they're still here against all odds? And although, of course, Mark Twain didn't know, we do. And that's our Torah. So God forbid to abandon Torah instead to go to the army and thinking we would be successful is not to understand what our true power is. And that's why, yes, many Chabad people go to the army. The question is, at what period of their lives? And it's important for those who are in yeshiva studying to finish their studies so that afterwards, if necessary, they can do so already as a married person where they're able to dedicate and devote their time to doing the military service as well. Are there any last words that you would like to share with Shlokim on this topic? I, I think so that every, every shliach, and again, I, I think everyone has this uh, this ability, and it's not koichevet these aren't new concepts, and you read thousands of letters of the Rebbe, you know, these questions were posed to the Rebbe, 
And you look how the Rebbe writes about them, and the Rebbe never skirts the issue. He doesn't pretend to make up something. The Rebbe, Chaz Shalom, of course, the Rebbe writes very clearly, and, and it works, obviously, because it's the Torah. I don't think you have to make things up in order to inspire people. But it is important to know the answers. Damashatoshov is very important. I think that it's uh, it's paramount for every person to know the halacha, to know to know why we do what we do in every area. It's not just for from for from people also. Hakam Chabad does this. Why do we do this? Well, I think a few times that I became very upset that people didn't know why Chabad did a particular thing. I think in the same way, and I think listen, I'm a big talker. I'm sure every shliach knows these things. Thank you, Rabbi Samuel, for sharing with Shluchim about uh, your approach to these subjects and, and your responses and how we could all learn from it. And uh, we all have to be able to have these answers at our disposal. We really appreciate your time. It's my pleasure. And I, just a caveat, I have a nephew, a Lubavitcher, who's in the army right now. So Lubavitchers are in the army. This is Dovi Shapiro, and I would once again like to thank all the Shluchim for your feedback and ideas. Keep them coming. All the ideas, I use them at some point, and uh, it really helps out. Thank you so much, and make it a great week.